When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Save 25% off your first course when you use promo code THAT25. That's THAT25. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Ah, what's really good? What's really good? What's going on, everybody? How everybody week been? How's everybody month been? First off, let me say happy Black History Month. Today we're going to talk about something that I think uh, as a content creator, you should be asking yourself or a lot of people have asked themselves um, when it comes to purchasing gear is do you need a drone in 2021? Like, do you still need one? Was it a fad? Was it hype? Today, we're going to talk about that, and you know, we're going to drop our usual set of jewels. I know you're here for the jewels, so we'll definitely drop our usual set of jewels. Before we move forward, real big announcement. I want to make sure I let everybody know because I get mad, mad messages. You, So on my page, I have a, uh, you can send a Facebook message, and people ask this question probably all the time. They never do use it, but they, ever, they ask it about what's, what's the deals? Through the month of February, we're giving 30% off all courses and bundles. So that's like contract packs and 50% off all individual contracts. There you go. Using promo code BBPD because we are black by popular demand. That's what's up. All right, let's get let's get to the show today. Before we get started, though, before we jump right into it, I'm starting to see the chat windows light up. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Before we get into today's topic and today's set of jewels, you know we got to run the graphics. So let's do that. Let's let people know uh, where they are. You're listening to Content and Cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's really good if this is your first time on this channel, this channel is designed for content creators like yourself. They want to turn their passion into profit. If you want to learn how to 
make your grandmother's skin look clear. This is not the place for it. But if you want to learn how to let your current camera gear pay for the next camera you want to buy, this is definitely the spot. Today, we're talking about some simple things, right? Really simple drones, right? Drones were crazy in the past. They've been crazy for the past like three to five years just taking off. Like ever since I want to say maybe like the Phantom 3 every content creator has been jumping on it. And the Phantom 2 was cool, but you had to add the GoPro and you didn't know and you didn't know what you were getting. But the Phantom 3 was a little bit better because it had a camera. You can see what you're shooting. It allowed you to get more cinematic shots. And it was actually a really good camera. It was a really, really good camera. I bought a Phantom 3 um, and I still have it. I need to get some new blades for it. I got a few other drones that I use, but today I want to talk about it. Like, And I think a lot of it What's going on, everybody? I think a lot of it has to do with your niche. It got to do with your niche. If you're indoors, don't go buy a drone because it's cool to do. Here, let's do this. Boom. So if you got a chat, let's pop it up on the window. If you're, um, you know, you may not need one for your niche. There are other things that you can use to get some some very high angle shots, like a really good monopod. Um, but depending on what you are, the only time I really regularly use a drone, um, that's right. Do the bird, man. Uh, the only time I regularly use a drone is when I do establishing shots. I, I, I have a lot of establishing shots and then I have a client, um, where we film a lot of trailers and it's a lot easier to get a wider shot from the air than doing everything on the ground. So, for that reason, um, we use we use trailers. I mean, trailers. Look, we use uh, drones just to get shots. Now, today, I'm gonna be honest with you. You don't need to go out and get a crazy drone if you get one. But there is something that is extremely important that you need to know before you decide to go out and you decide that a drone is what you need. If you are making money from that shoot. If your client is going to make money from that shoot, if they're going to advertise it, literally, if you're going to put it, let me put this on the screen because I'm getting messages. Literally, if if you're going to put a, a, a video on YouTube and you're going to monetize it, you're making money from it. You're no longer a hobbyist. So you need to have a pilot license, right? You need to have that. Through the FAA, you don't want those problems. And anybody who's a gold member, if you go to the, the section of tie tails, you will see where I posted a video where I had a good little run in with the FAA. And it'll cost you as much as your house. You don't want those problems. You also got to keep in mind that we are in a time where a lot of people and kids and stuff are just buying drones from Best Buy and they're slamming them in the cars. They're slamming them in the planes. They're slamming them in the stuff and regulations are going to continue to get tighter. That on top of the fact that you're starting to look um, into a lot of commercial uses for drones. So they're going to regulate it even tighter. You got delivery companies that want to use drones, pizza companies that want to use drones. So they're going to have to regulate it to be a tight space. Um, so you want to make sure that you have what you need in order because they are looking to make examples out of people. Consistently make examples out of people. Yep. You want that part 107. 
So you don't want to be on the news. It was a guy who flew a drone around the AT&T building um, looking at, he was trying to capture images, uh, not the AT&T building, but the AT&T stadium. He was trying to capture uh, images of the, um, he wanted to get images of the Cowboy Stadium, but somehow his drone died and it landed on the Cowboy Stadium. And it, was, it wasn't a good look for him because that's a no-fly zone. Um, it's a no-fly zone. And once you start to get your 107, you will understand what areas are no-fly zones like, and what areas aren't. Like, what areas do you need to get clearance from a local tower? Um, and what areas you just can't fly in? And I'm going to be honest with you. Most people don't know this, but downtown, where all of your buildings are, where all your cool shots come from, is usually a no-fly zone. And if the FAA see footage and you have footage of a down a downtown, it's a wrap. That's one count. And to give you a short version, um, if you're not a gold member and you haven't checked out that video, I'm not going to go into detail on the story. But when the FAA pull you in, they do an investigation, right? And, and um, you know, they do an investigation on you. They look at all the videos you posted. They look at everything. They got... They, Trust me, they had pictures of me with the remote in my hand flying. Just stuff I posted on Facebook or Instagram, not thinking. Um, not thinking I was breaking laws. And you don't want to break federal laws because federal time is different than regular time. Federal, um, you, you just don't want those problems. You don't want those problems. So you want to make sure that you abide by the rules. Um, because one count could be... a. For an example, one count could be a thousand dollars. Well, if they pull up a video and you're downtown flying at night over people, that's three counts in the first 20 frames. And then you go to each shot, you're in different locations doing all these tricks and it can add up quick. You don't want you don't want to be fined, you know, by the government thousands of dollars because they they there is no limit. Um, as to which they can come after you. A collection agency can only call you and harass you and put some on your credit. The government can come take your house, drain your bank account, come get your car. They can pull the ring off your wife's finger. Like they, there is no end to what they are willing to do to get their money. So you want to make sure you cover yourself. And the rules are simple. Like once you learn everything that's in the, that's in the 107, like once you understand why, the rules are in place. You're like, I get it. It makes sense. Now, there are things that you can request permission for. Um, and and, you know, you'll learn about that throughout the throughout the course. Um, created 18, 18, uh, 1984 says, uh, should we charge extra for those type of shoots on fly zones that require us extra time to contact FAA? Yes. Yes. I I always um, I always charge clients extra if they're in a no-fly zone what's the address where we're shooting at oh you guys are you guys are 10 miles five miles from an airport i'm going to have to get clearance from a uh flight tower uh to see if it's even possible now the thing is this often it don't it don't cost you anything um just to get just to get clearance but you can charge extra for it your clients are exposed to those fines as well Yeah, but it's a whole lot easier for your client to get out of it, for them to say, I don't know, we just hired him. He came and shot it. He said it was a good idea. I didn't force him to do it. I didn't know nothing about it. And and I'm going to be honest, when if you look at the tie tail, um, if you look at the tie tail and just to sprinkle a little more, 
you'll see that they worked with my clients to get me. Like they didn't, they worked, my clients was like, we just wanted video. He shot a drone. Cool. Can you send us the invoice? Oh, so he did get paid from it. So this is to confirm he made money off of it. Perfect. Not a hobby. We got proof of that. Next. Oh, he shot it. Oh, in your area, what's your address? You Oh, you're in a no-fly zone, two miles from the airport. Oh, this shot looked like it's over 400 feet. Okay, perfect. We got that. That's number two. Can you tell us, you know, so... You, you, your client is not going to stand up and fight for you. Your client is going to be like, I, I don't know nothing about this. I'm, I'm not a drone guy. I'm a dentist. That's what he said. We'll give you everything you need so that you're not messing with us. And they'll come right after you. So those are things you need to be mindful of. You think it's like not a big deal. I'm just going to do this quick drone shot for a client, throw it in. You think it's not a big deal and they will come after you. Get, get your, go ahead and get your pilot license. It's cheap. It's a hundred bucks. It's, it's dirt cheap. Um, and it could cost you, it can save you thousands. They can kill your passport. Make sure you never get your return on your taxes. Yes. They can garnish your wages. They can freeze your bank account. Screw killing your, your passport. They can freeze your bank account. Any bank account you open up, they can freeze it. So you don't want those problems. And that's something you have to be like, those are, those are things that if you're in business, you don't want to build your business up. You know, you've been doing drone shots for two years, chilling. Everything's working perfectly. You finally get it where you got clients coming in. Things are working. You got your business bank accounts. You're making money. You're living good. You're finally able to provide for your family. And then you get a letter from the FAA saying that you're under investigation. You get a call from agents saying we need to meet you. When can you come down to the station? I've been there before. <laughs> I've been there before. I've been in the office with them and they'll have the big screen and they'll be like, all right, let's start with the first video and we'll be two minutes in. And they're like, all right, count 64. You are flying during the air show. Cool. Count 65. This is over on Beltline and whatever. We know that that's a no fly zone because such and such airport is located right there. You shouldn't have been in the air. Count 65. And we're like three minutes into the first video. Video one count 66 of video one. And you're like, what? And they're like, you know, each count is 2,500. We're at count 60, whatever on the first video. Yeah. You posted a video on Facebook and I'm like, that's not even available to the public. Well, we know you posted a video on Facebook last Tuesday. Um, yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? You like, well, like they have access to it. So don't think that they don't. I know for sure when I worked for Career Builder, they offered a service to employees to do some social media searching. So you may think your stuff is safe and secure. It's not. You ever watch the first 48 and they get a name of somebody and they go to, they go to Facebook and find all their private pictures, guys posting with the gun and all this junk, or posting with the other person that was they claim they don't know? They have access to it. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Facebook sold, um, you know, this type of service to law enforcement. I would not be surprised. I would not put it past them. Um, don't, don't think that they don't, um, they, they do. Um, that's how they make a lot of money and they can charge law enforcement companies hundreds of thousands per, per month or year. And they'll more, they'll love to pay it. Your city or state would love to have that information because it makes their job easier. So something to think about. You don't see a lot of warrants for 
you don't you don't ever hear about warrants being served to Facebook or Twitter. You don't. You ever wonder why? There's never you see warrants served against Apple to open up phones. You never see warrants going public or a police station fighting with Facebook to get access to your information. Something you want to think about. And if you watch the first 48, you'll see in a heartbeat, they'll get a nickname and pull up all your information. You ever wonder, like, I always wonder, like, how do they know who you're dating? Right. How, How does a city official or a police officer or someone in your city, how can they track you within within like pulling up your record? How do they have a list of who you're dating? Like, where is that public other than social media? Like, where do you go to say, this is my girlfriend other than social media? Now, if they did some digging and they pulling up like um, they pulling up like certain records and they're like, uh, you know, we see you're making phone calls to this person. You know, obviously you guys must be what yada, yada, yada. But you ever like, oh, we we tracked him to his girlfriend's address. Like, how do you know? Like, who's telling you this information? You're willingly giving that information on Facebook. When you're posting that you're in a relationship. So. Something you want to think about. Would you put these certificates on your website such as FAA? So if you are doing a lot of. I didn't mean to take that off. But if you're doing a lot of. um, If. If your niche is drone heavy. Yes, that is something that people who are looking to hire would want to see. They will want to see that you're insured. You have your FAA license. They will want to see those things. Correct. Those are things I would definitely have um, on, on my website. So something to definitely think about. And I say on all terms and conditions, they're, they're watching it. I used to, I used to be stationed on the same base as the NSA. I can tell you a bunch of stories about that too. Um, I'm a PC guy looking for a new laptop. Should I go for the M one MacBook? If you're okay with 13 inches? Yes. I personally, I just ordered, um, the Mac mini, the M one Mac mini, um, really for this purpose for live for lives, because I run a separate system just for my lives. And then some slight edits. I like to have multiple systems. So I like it. If you can wait for the 16 inch, I will wait for the 16 inch. That's just me. Uh, Ted talks. Do you make money from it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's just a way to promote yourself. I'm not sure. Any drone regulations of weight needs to be registered and operated. Yes, that's correct. If it is of a certain weight, um, I think with the new ones. So, I mean, you can get a DJI, you can get a small one, but if you're making profit, you still need to register. You still need to get your pilot license. If you're just, if you're doing this as a business, that's just the cost of doing business, right? You need to have your pilot license, period. The FAA is not someone you want to be on your head. You don't want to come up on their radar. So, yes. Even for a Mavic Mini, yes. If you're doing it commercially, yep, you need to pass the part 107. So, trust me, don't you 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 don't want those problems. You know how they say more money, more problems? That's a situation where your business will start to grow. You'll start to have clients that are bragging and they love you. You're doing great things. And boom, you'll get a letter from the FAA. Trust me. 
I've been there before. You don't want those problems. If you don't like being in an interrogation room, you ever, you ever, you remember when you was little and you did something bad and your mama like had the proof and she was like, come look at this, come look at this. And you sitting there like, and your teacher didn't wrote something out about how you acted up in school and you looking at it like you, you looking down at it like you don't know what she talking about. Like, like you ain't do it, but you know you did it. That's what it feels like to be in an interrogation, in an interrogation room with the FAA. That's what it feels like. So you don't want them problems. Just it's it's a couple hundred dollars that'll save you thousands. Plus, it'll help you close more deals if you're competing against someone who's not licensed, who's who are not insured. Drone insurance for the year is dirt cheap. It's like two hundred dollars or something. It's dirt cheap. And you want that. Even though, like, if you look at all of our if you look at all of the contracts that we offer, right, with the contract pack, and let me talk about that for a second, because it's something big when it comes to um our contracts that's important you know one of the biggest things in our contract that's great about the aerial contracts is we can't be responsible for forces of nature right even if you don't have insurance the goal is to have insurance but as a drone operator you don't want to be responsible for forces of nature so what do i mean by that the client says, oh, I want a shot where you're you're filming the house and you're coming back. Well, if a gush of wind come and it push you into a power cable and it, and it cut, you know, the power cable, whatever, you don't want to be responsible for that. You want the client to be responsible for that or not, not even that you want them to be responsible. You want to make sure you're not at fault for that because if you're at fault, they can push all of the the payment on you. If you both agree that I am not at fault for acts of nature, then we can maybe split the cost or my insurance company can cover my half. Your homeowners can cover your half or whatever, but you don't want to be at fault for that. Especially if you're doing first person view, um, drone work where you're flying through stuff and all around. Now, if they go back and look at the footage and you clip something, that's cool. But there's been times where, we film stuff in heavy wind. And if you, you're flying a Mavic or anything smaller than a Phantom, it's going to just blow that little drone everywhere. Like sometimes you got to put it in sport mode to keep up. You fighting winds. All it takes is a gush of wind to push it. Or you in the air and we've had storms come out of nowhere and it'll wet your drone and your drone is having a problem, you know, keeping up and things like that. You don't want to be responsible for that. I've seen drones go through windows. I've seen dogs attack drones that were flying too low and the dogs get cut up from the blades and the owner is like, yo, you know what I'm saying? And I've seen a lot of stuff. So that is why that, that is why those um, contracts are so important if you're in drone. And, and honestly, I got that from my experiences and working with other drone pilots on understanding what are you guys running into in the field? Another big quick note, if you've purchased a contract pack, within the next week, they're all going through a major update. So if you've already purchased it, they'll be free. And, I, and I'll tell you exactly what that update is. Um, they're getting looked over by a second lawyer just to make sure they're extra good. And I'm going to provide you with each contract in three forms. One will be your editable, editable, I can't even talk, editable Word document. The second will be your traditional PDF. And then I will provide you one in 
um, a PDF that's fillable so that you can send it directly to a client. You can type in your information. A client can type in theirs and you can send it directly to a client if you choose to. And it'll be a, a PDF that they can edit. It'll have the slots for each one. So that's coming within the next week um, for all contracts, including not just our regular contract pack, um, but that also includes our um, podcast. Oh, that's not the right one. Podcast contract pack as well. So both will be updated um, within the next week. So you may want to check those out if you got them. Be on the lookout for an email. I'll post it. I'll send an email to everyone that already own them. Let them know when the updates are there. And like I said, with those, we will continue to update them because um, I like to hear feedback. If any of you have them, you know, the comment section, people have made comments about, hey, I wish you covered this or do you have that? And, you know, the goal is to keep updating them. So there you go. Now, you know, no one's half the battle. If you know where that's from, go ahead, post it below. Um. Editable, editable contracts may be a new niche. It may be. Let me see. Let me, let me see some of these questions. Good information. Um, somebody had a question that was a change of topic that I, uh, okay. That was a good question. What if I hire someone with a license to do work? That is absolutely perfect. Definitely do that. Definitely, definitely do that. If you can, um, until you get your license, that's actually what I did until I got my license. So yes, that's, that's a great idea. Um, let's see really quick bit off topic, but if you have a beta client that you're doing free work for, do you go for copyright free music or will you spend money to hire the right soundtrack? So that depends, right? Because at this point you're investing in your portfolio. I use sites like Artlist. Um, where I pay a standard fee and then I get access to a ton of music and it's really, 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 really good music. I used to have, what's that other one? Um, I used to have another company. It was like video cube or something. It was, it was a cheaper company and they had cheaper music. So when I, when I, I invest in company and in, in, in services like that, and I got a link in the description. Um, if you look under the link that talks about the services and stuff we use, but I, I just like them. They're, they're absolutely dope. Absolutely dope. Um, so if you subcontract, um, if you subcontract a drone, drone operator, what should I have in my contract? Should all insurances go through his or mine or anything? Anything I should look out for? Okay, so you want to use the second shooter agreement contract. That's first. Secondly, if you're getting event insurance or you're using event insurance, for yourself, it'll cover it. Or if you have it for your business, it'll cover it. Also, I wouldn't hire a drone operator that's not insured. So you're triple covered. Um, that's just how I've normally operated. I don't, any drone operator that's looking to be hired and they're not insured, I don't trust you. I just don't. Because you're not handling your business. Um, so just FYI. So if you're looking to hire one, you want to make sure they are they are insured. Um, we Flying Ryan. So Flying Ryan is probably one of the best drone operators I've seen. His website is dope. Uh, he he is a, he is a a, a diehard uh, Flash Film Academy guy, and he has great content. He has really really good content. So check him out if you can. He's very knowledgeable on um, the drone side of things because his niche is fully one hundred percent drone. And if you're in the area, hire him. His work is phenomenal. 
Um, do you recommend having more than one bank account? So in the master course, I go into how many bank accounts you should have. Um, I also go into um, what you should do with each account in this course over here. Um, but the quick answer to that is yes. You definitely want to have multiple bank accounts. Make sure you guys hit that hit that thumbs up button real quick while we get this going. Um, let's see. I would use YouTube type beats, uh, leases that are like twenty five dollars. I I personally like, and I'm not, you know, hyping them up. But my I've, my art list is absolutely like the quality of music there is just ridiculous. Like it's two places I go for music. I go Audio Jungle, and I go Artlist, and I'm good. So, um, you know, that's what I like. So real quick, um, I want to work with a soccer academy's nonprofit. I know you said you don't like working with nonprofits. I don't like working with nonprofits, but there is an asterisk to that, right? Let me put this back up here because somebody just mentioned it. All right. There's an asterisk to that. The asterisk is if they have, because nonprofits, they're not broke. They just don't want to spend money with you. Right. Because they want they they like to guilt you into. They like to guilt you into helping them. Bring in stuff like, you know, what I'm saying I have a business. You guys want to advertise. I have a business. You're a nonprofit. I'm not. You have a budget for your light bills. Your lights aren't donated to you. Your gas isn't donated to you. Your heat isn't donated to you. You pay full price for that. So I. You have to have a profit to do or have to have a, a budget to do business with us. And some nonprofits get it. They'll pay whatever they need to pay to get the job done. Some don't. Um, and the moment you start feeling feeling sad and feeling bad about um, charging nonprofits, go look up what their CEOs make. Go look up um, how much of that dollar actually reaches whatever they're trying to raise money for. Right. You'll see CEOs making millions. Good looking out on the super chat, brother. Hey, no problem. No problem. I appreciate you. You'll, you'll see that. Um, you'll see that people in the company are making hundreds of thousands. They need their money to get their job done. You need your money to get your job done. That's all I'm saying. So with that being said, I, I don't, um, I'm not saying don't work with nonprofits, just work with nonprofits who are realistic about a budget. If they come in the door like, oh, we really need, you know, I really want you to, you know, with help, we can. Nope, I'm not working with you. Do you have a budget now? I'm I'm more willing to say, OK, let me try to provide something within this budget. than saying, oh, we just, you know, we're trying to get three videos for two hundred dollars. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And when you have a pricing structure, um, like we teach, you know, client, it makes sense to clients, right? That's the big thing about, about the pricing structure I teach. When you lay it down in front of clients, it makes sense. When it don't make sense, they'll try to negotiate it because they feel like you're just ballooning it. You're like, oh, well, 650. Okay, well, they're like, I don't know how we got to 650, but could you do it for five? But if you lay down a pricing structure, like this is the base price, it includes this, this, and this. We're showing up with equipment, we're setting up, we're doing this. We got three people for four hours. This is how we got this price. If they if they go on up like go lower, like can we do it for can we take five hundred dollars off? 
We sure can if we eliminate these two hours and these three people. And if we can shoot it in two hours, then yes. And they're like, oh, well, my first shooter is available at nine. My second shooter is not available to 12. Oh, well, then there's no way we can lower the price. We're here on set. So it makes more sense to clients than, than when you're eyeballing it. So when you approach them like that, they tend to be a little more understanding of how things work. San Antonio, what up? What up? Close my first gig. Let's see this. Close my first big paying TV commercial due to Ty's classes and another guy to thank um, these. I was able to sell based on value. Flying Ryan, that's, that is phenomenal. It's, it's really big. A lot of people, listen, it's all about value. Stop competing on price, right? Stop competing on quality. Stop competing on price. It's all about value. Value, value, value. Get price out of your head. Because companies will pay for it if it makes sense. And when you go in thinking about your pockets, you'll miss a lot of money. Set, set your prices to be what they are. And then don't backpedal with lowering the price. Backpedal with offering more value. Sometimes you're asking for a lot and you're not showing what you can do. You you know what you can do, but your client don't know what you can do. Um, you know, that that's something you want to be mindful of as you grow your business. A lot of times we backpedal on price. And remember what I told you. What did I tell you when you say the price? Anybody who watched this channel knows as soon as you say the price, what do you do? You do nothing. You say the price and the first person talk after that loses. The price is twenty five hundred thirty cents. What's going to come out of somebody's mouth? If if your mouth open up first, it's going to be. But we can I mean, we can work. Nope. But we can add. Nope. What's going to come out of their mouth is either. Yes, let's do it. Or an objection that you can overcome. Hey, that's a bit steep. Hey, that's, you know, you want to go into value. That's that's what it costs to create the content. You know, break down what you got. Well, the base price is, is this and includes that. And we're going to come set up with a two-man crew, yada, yada, yada. And that's how we got to that price. And if you explain it well, they can't say that. They're either going to say, I can't afford this. Thank you. And you want to get out of there because they're wasting your time at that point. You know. This is this is way out of what our business can afford. Cool. Um, and, and listen, I, I'm really big on st- you know, still leaving the foundation to a good relationship. And you got to lay it like this. Listen, just like if you imagine this, this is how I want you to picture your brand. Imagine going into a Mercedes Benz dealership and you didn't have the credit score or the down payment for Mercedes Benz. And they're like, ah, sorry, we can't get you approved. You know, this, that, and the other. They're not going to say, screw you, kick rocks, I hate you, go die. They're going to say, let us see if we can get you in the used car. Maybe you can work on that for a year and then come back and see us. Do the same. Hey, I got a guy that, you know, I got a little cousin that runs around with a camera. Maybe he can create something for you. And when you guys get the budget, you guys can come back and we can get a full production going for you. Something like that. Work out a deal like that with... Um, sometimes you'll have clients or you'll have other shooters that work with you. And I've had clients that can't afford flash film media and I'll refer them to 
one of the guys that work with me and you know they're, they're usually doing their thing they're working with me to grow their business to understand to be a part of it and i'm fine with that you know hey just like if you go see a, a really good photographer and you can't afford him he'll give you to his assistant you know hey maybe you guys can start there and they can work out something and get something within that price point and when you guys get ready we'd be more than happy to take care of you guys that's how you want to leave them um because you know, that's going to make them say, gosh, man, I wish I can afford it. You know, I got to drive a Kia. I really wanted a Mercedes. Man, I'm going to get my money up. I'm going to pay this note on time for six months. And I'm going to come back and I am going to get that Mercedes. It happens. So don't burn that bridge. Keep them in your advertising loop. Keep them in your marketing loop. Add them to your email list. Make sure that they are still a part of your messaging. Make sure that they are still welcome to come here and do business. You don't want to humiliate them, but you want to say, hey, this may not be right for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you you aren't there yet, and it's fine. I'm going to help you. I'm going to put you in place with somebody else that will help you um, for now. And then when you guys get the budget, we'd be more than happy to offer you guys just high-quality content. So it is what it is. You got it. It's all about value. Stop trying to compete in price. Stop trying to compete in price. So something to definitely, definitely think about real quick before we move forward. Let's see if our uh, sponsor video worked for the day. Let's check this out real quick. You're listening to content and cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. And that is our sponsor for today. You'd be surprised at how many people email me and want me to do sponsor videos. And I'm just like, I don't really. Oh, I ain't going to do that. Um, I get a lot. I get a lot. Since subscribers are growing a little bit, I get a whole lot of sponsors, sponsored requests. And I just be like. If it's not something I use, I just, I don't know. Maybe that'll change, but if it's not something I use, I really, it's hard for me to be like, go do this. And I'm just, I don't use it. So I'm my sponsor anyway. Um, so those are things that you got to keep in mind as when you're running a business handle your business, don't run a business and not handle your business, handle your business, right? Handle your business. Make sure you get the little things because those are things that'll come back and bite you. Trust me. The term more money, more problems really refers to as your business grow and people started to notice you, you're going to have haters. You're going to have people that's reporting and saying you're doing this. You're not doing that. You said this, you didn't say that. So you want to make sure that you are taking care of your business and you're taking care of it from the ground level. You're making sure that as you move forward, you got it. All right. Let's put that back on the screen real quick. Um, Great, great thing. Being also being a part of knowing who your clients are. I only do aerial work. Um, I've not flown for a realtor in over five years. They're not my clients. And that's niche, right? When you understand your niche, you understand who your target audience is, and then you build your brand around that target audience. You understand? So if I'm looking to, um, you know, if I'm looking to sell a certain product, I need to know who's going to buy that product. If I'm selling a camera lens, I'm not advertising to people watching food videos or people that's interested in going to the movies. I'm advertising to photographers, people who are searching for photography. So now instead of spending a million dollars trying to, you know, reach everybody, I can spend 
a thousand reaching just my target audience. It's important that you understand that if you are a content creator and you're like, I just want to sell to anybody who want videography or photography, you're going to have the hardest time in your life trying to build that brand. So that's something you need to be mindful of as you grow this brand. That's why I preach niche so much because you, the fear is I won't have enough people to sell to. The reality is, one, you'll be a subject matter expert, so your prices will go up. Two, you're going to your your advertisement is your advertising is going to be way more effective. Three, you're going to get referred like crazy. Four, your website's going to work better because it's designed for a specific person or a specific target audience. Five, you'll be able to know what gear you really need, and you're not buying. 8k when you're shooting real estate videos that need to load in 30 seconds i don't need 8k so you'll understand how to build your business to go after a specific targeted audience and when you do that your phone will keep ringing because people will get hit with um they'll get hit with advertising and they'll get hit with images from a company that feel like it's for me like, oh, snap, I do need that right now. I do need this. I do. I do want to learn how to do that. So you want to make sure that you you will let in and get out of the mindset that I can do everything. That is that is the number one thing. There's two things that's hurting you right now. Let's be real. Let me let me change my graphic because we about to we about to get into it. There's two things that's hurting you right now. One is the idea that you think you can do everything. And I'm not saying that you can't. I'm saying that potential clients won't ever see you that way. They'll see you as somebody that do some of nothing for cheap. Two, the second thing that's killing you right now, and I want you to go to your, your gear bag. I want you to open it up. I want you to get a calculator, and I want you to tally up all the money you've spent on gear. And then ask yourself, how much have I spent on this? Because if you got $3,000 worth of gear and all you watched is free YouTube videos, you're probably where you need to be. You probably deserve to be standing there with, uh, you know, debt and no assets. You probably need to be standing in a situation where your gear, you had to go to work to buy your gear. And the idea of you getting a new camera doesn't come from using this gear. It comes from going back to work with somebody else. I just want to be real with you and I'm not referring to nothing. I sell. go, go get a lynda.com account, go read a book. There's plenty of things you can do to grow this and understand business. I just want to be real with you. Like no BS. And if you got to go to work to buy your next camera and that work is not involving the camera that you have, you're doing a whole lot wrong. Point blank period or period point blank, wherever you are in the country, you know, will determine um, how that, uh, you know, how that is put in order. But look at your gear. This should be two to one to your gear. You can rent gear. You can't rent this. And I just, you know, it took me some time to understand that. It took me, it took me sitting in a room full of gear, wondering why I'm not being hired to use this gear. Why am I, why am I, and I'm buying stuff, well, just in case a client needs me to bring the slider in, I got a slider, if they need me to bring the gimbal, I got the, and I'm not 
doing anything to get clients. Like I'm, these clients don't exist. They only, only exist in my head. If a client hired me to do this, I got it. Clients aren't hiring me though. Or at that time they weren't hiring me um, because I wasn't focused on this. That is the number one thing. I can rent everything else. So invest in this. Go get a book on business. Go get a book on advertising. Go get a book on marketing. Go get a book on how to network. And I, when I say network, I don't mean going to events full of other entrepreneurs that aren't really doing nothing but showing up at networking events with a business card and a trash website telling you about name dropping and telling you about what they're doing when they're not really do, not doing nothing. Good looking out on the Super Chat, brother. So I, I challenge you in 2021 to buy less equipment and do more with this. That's what's going to grow your pockets. Don't nobody care what camera you got. Your clients will take videos in 720p right now. Happily. They will be ecstatic at a 720p video. Meanwhile, you're going to get 8K. You got to get lenses to, for the 8K. I got to get a computer that handles 8K. I got to get an 8K monitor. Don't nobody care. Don't nobody care. Just you. But the people who are paying you, that's who you need to listen to. And if you got a camera, if your next camera is going to come from, good looking out again on a super chat, bro. If your next camera is going to come from your paycheck at work, you are failing miserably. Sorry, not sorry. Somebody got to tell you. If you keep listening to other YouTubers, it's unboxing crap every week. And you're like, I got to get that. You're not going to make it. Invest in your head. Invest in your brain. That's the best advice I can give you. Or you can watch other YouTubers unbox all this new gear that they're getting secretly sent for free just to put it in front of your face so that you feel like you need 50 megapixels and you don't because a client is not requesting 50 megapixels. Unless you work for an NFL team, you're doing sports, which is difficult to make money in. Or you got a passion for bird photography? Were you at the Olympics? Give me a good reason why you need 50 megapixels right now. I'll wait. So when you do, when you do, think about this, think about this, right? And and this is something I, I really want you to understand, right? If Flying Ryan say TV is still 1080p, most TV is 720p. Like cable is having a hard time getting everybody 1080p because they don't have the bandwidth. That's why they're going to fiber. They just don't have the capacity. Satellite did a little bit, but most of your channels are in 720p. If that, a lot of it is is still in upscale 480. But this is what I want you to think about, right? When we talk about 4K, if you're working with, like corporate clients pay more than anybody. I don't work with people. I work with companies. Corporate clients pay more than anybody. Right. They have budgets. They they don't mind making an investment because video photography helps them grow. Right. If you go into ninety nine point nine percent of companies and you walk through the building, I can almost guarantee you will not find a 4K monitor in there nowhere. Unless they do content creation, you will not walk into a corporate office and see a 4K monitor. 
Most of them still got little square monitors. They barely got 1080p monitors. You will never have your video played back for a client in 4K unless they have a 4K phone, maybe. Call your client up. Ask them how many 4K monitors they got. And when you, they're going to they're gonna measure it like 4K. Well, it's really, it's, I, I got a 26 inch. Uh, is that for, no. So something to think about. Good looking out on a super chat. My niche is focused on small businesses and a restaurant niche. Uh, what, what should I do if I decide to move, expand or bigger or, or bigger clients reach out? If they're within that niche, it's perfect. It's perfect. If they're within that niche, um, if they're outside of that niche, I'm going to, Listen, let me be clear. Your niche is who you're going after, right? If I'm going, if I'm, if I'm largemouth bass fishing and I know what lake they're at, I know what boat I need. I know what rod, what, what, what size, um, fishing line. I know what type of hook I need and I know where to fish for largemouth bass. If I'm fishing in that area and I pull up a bluegill or a trout, I'm still going to keep it. Oh, it's a good sandwich too. Put that in there. But I'm specifically going after this type of fish because I can do everything to make catching this fish easier. However, if somebody approach you with something different, I'm not saying say no to them. I'm saying build a company to catch largemouth bass so it's easier to catch largemouth bass. You may have something else bite that hook. And if they want to bite that hook, will them in. However, to make your life easier, if you're a guy that's just fishing, what you fishing for? I don't know. I just got worms. Okay, good luck. That's why you go and you watch the fishing channel and they're just yanking the fish out every 10 minutes. Oh, look at this. Cool. Let's go. Oh, look at it. Because they're designed to go after that type of fish. We know they're in this area. We like to keep the bait up this high. We like to jiggle it and move it because that's what bass like, yada, yada, yada. They've, they've designed everything about themselves to catch your, to catch this type of fish. Your business is the same thing. Now, if you, if you pull that net up and you pull something else, eat, definitely eat, but you don't have to go after them to do that. You're going to get a lot of what I call low hanging fruit. Um, really quick, really quick. What you said is what I said at the end of last year. Just landed 1K per month client today um, and got a meeting with another restaurant tomorrow that has 40 locations. Ty is the truth. Eddie, good looking out, brother. I love, that's what I love. Like, there is nothing, there is nothing better than to hear people who, who put things into action and they got results. And they just watch the channel. They like, I just watched the channel. Just stuff you gave me. I'm, I'm feeding my family with it. Like that, that I love that. I love that. I love to see people win because there's so much content money out here. It's not even funny. Good looking out on the super chat, Daryl. Um, my niche is focused on small. Oh, I asked you this already. Okay. I just want to make sure, uh, I got that. Michael, good looking out on the super chat as well. Um, just got my drone part one Oh seven taken off flying landing drones are illegal due to local law. New York laws, not FAA. Um, no car to travel, but I can get there. Yes, that is certain states are clamping down. Like, I feel sorry for the whole, like, Canada has really locked down. Um, they've really locked down Canada when it comes to drones. 
Tommy says, I have both A7S3 and a red Komodo. The images after grading are nearly indistinguishable. Um, and you can only tell side by side. Red consumes 200 gigabytes. Sony takes up 15. I was this close to buying a Komodo. I'm not going to lie to you. I was this close to buying it. Um, I ended up getting two A7S3s for the price. I do not regret it at all. I, I don't even want an A1. I don't want 8K for what? I, I'm, I love what this camera does for me. Um, from the YouTube side of things to the actual filming with clients and bigger clients, I love that I can get a cinematic grade out of it or cinematic look if I choose to. It is my camera of choice right now. I bought two of them. I'm probably going to buy a third one. Um, so something to think about. 4K is wanted by production only uh, for flexibility in editing. Everything editing, everything is delivered in 1080 and sometimes 720. I totally agree. Facts. Facts. Um, all true. Ty, I told myself that my camera will pay um, for any more gear from this point on. Keep that to keep throat punching. Hey, you know, the thing is like, your camera should be buying your next camera. If it's not, you're not focused on the right thing. And that's just, you should only have to buy a camera out of your pocket once. After that, it should pay for everything else. If it's not, you are to blame. You. Go look in the mirror. Blame that person. Because they value tangible over knowledge. It's... It's the exact same. Listen, if you are a photographer and you've been doing it for years and you understand the exposure triangle, you understand aperture, shutter speed, ISO, you understand that, right? If you go place a 1DX in an amateur's hand, he's not going to come close to you with the T3i in a professional's hand because he don't understand how to use it. He don't understand how to get the best image out of it. He don't understand how to use lenses the way you understand it. So... Just having that camera is not enough. That's literally who you are in business, right? You got a big camera with no knowledge of how to get money with that camera. So your finances, your money, the money you're making, your ability to bring in clients is equivalent to that person's ability to take good pictures when they know nothing about settings. They just, they got it in S or M and they're like, my pictures are dark. What, what should I do? I don't know why my pictures are dark. You're literally that person holding that camera. Like, I'm not making no money. I don't know what I should do, but clients ain't paying me. You have to invest in this. Period. Uh, Jacob, good looking out on the super chat, brother. Um, Jacob says, Ty, I wanted to say thank you for inspiring and educating me. I graduated from Denfo. I graduate from Denfos tomorrow. Okay, Denfos, brother. I graduated from there as well. Looking forward to getting better on my craft uh, so I can get to the civic sector and change the game. Jacob. Big shout out. I graduated from Denfos. So for those who don't know, Denfos is the school in the military that teaches you photography and videography. It is one of the best in the world when it comes to photography and videography, teaching you fundamentals. Um, I actually want to make a trip back to Denfos to talk to some some students and just, you know, just go around. Denfos is located in Maryland, Fort Meade. Um, remember I said I, st I was located on the base with NSA? That's the base. Big shout out to my Denfos crew. Uh, I, I I love to hear that, man. Keep in contact, Jacob. I love to hear my Denfos cats do their thing. Denfos is the truth. Bay, good looking out on the super chat. Bay, 
Um, just real quick, he said, I wish to run Facebook ads or should I use scary good marketing? Yes, I would use. So this is my idea of marketing, right? Marketing is a whole nother investment that you have to make mentally if you want to be good at it. I would much rather pay a professional. So let me let me let me give you this. And I just got a message. So let me throw this back on the screen. Um, let me give you this. It's really, really important that you understand the hustle of online advertisers. Their goal is to make it look easy so you'll do it. Because if they can get $5, $10, $25 from a million people trying to advertise, they'll take it. The truth is, to be efficient and effective, you need someone who understands how to read the, the analytics, who understands the algorithms, who can make adjustments. Because once you make, once you boost the post, there's, there's no adjustments. You're just like, let's see what happened. Oh, I didn't get a lot. Let's see. what It's like almost playing a slot machine. Let's put in more money. Oh, I got two people this time. Let's put in more money. Oh, I got one person. It must be you need someone in marketing to look at the analytics to say, okay, this is working. This is not working. Let's A, B test this. Let's make changes so that so that over time, even though you're spending a hundred dollars a month, you're becoming more efficient by the end of that hundred dollars. When you just boost a post, you get nothing. You don't unless you understand analytics and how to make changes, you're not able to to benefit from that hundred dollars the way you should. That hundred dollars should do two things for you. It should boost your post and bring in traffic or bring eyes to your advertisement. Two, it should allow you to better understand what your target audience is looking for so that you can be more efficient. So next time you spend $100, you get four people instead of two. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't have the ability to make that advertisement more efficient, I personally would not spend money by myself in marketing. I would always get someone who has the expertise, the patience and the time to continue to evaluate my marketing so that a year from now for that same hundred dollars, I'm bringing in 500 people instead of five. That's why I like to hand that off for the same reason a client is handing off their idea for a video to you. They don't want to learn cameras. They don't want to figure out aperture and buy lighting. They don't want to do that. They just want the best possible result. And they're handing that off by hiring you. You don't want to step outside of your niche or focusing on your brand. You want to work on it. You don't want to work in your brand. So for that, I would always hire a professional to come in and handle it and give me better results. Um, and a lot of people was like, dang, I'm spending $100, but only $50 is going towards the ad and $50 is going towards them. Like, how is that better than spending a whole $100 on ads? Simply because they can optimize that advertisement to continue to help your brand. Um, and you personally, if you don't understand analytics, it'll be very difficult. So something to think about. Fun film. Say, look at all the super chats. That's my guy. What's going on, bro? Um, let's see. D Rose, I'm new to the game. My homie keeps bringing me uh child portrait customers. I hate doing child portraits. Should I be thankful for the, as a new guy? Nope. If it ain't what you want to do, don't do it. It's how is it going to make you get better? Child portraits don't pay a lot. I get people hit me up all the time that are friends and family. And man, we want you to do portraits of our, and man, we got to do, I'll even get Bordeaux. I'll get everything. That's not what I do. I can refer you to somebody that do it. 
That's not me. I don't do it. So you got to stand your ground. You can't go into Walmart and demand that they sell transmissions. They don't sell transmissions. Go to AutoZone with that. So it is what it is. Scary Good Marketing say, Bay, reach out to us so we can talk, see if it even makes sense. Scary Good Marketing is dope. If you're looking for marketing, he's a great source for that. I would definitely reach out to him. And make sure you guys are on the Facebook group because, listen, in that community, you'll find people who have experiences and they can help you. That's not the graphic I'm looking for. Um, they can help you with um, with things like that. So definitely, definitely reach out. Um, Scary Good Marketing is dope. Um, Keep it a buck. With a cold color grade and V-log, can you match the G5 with a red? I've seen it myself. Lots of side-by-side comparisons. So, if you have a log, you can probably match any camera with any camera. Now, when you say match, I don't mean quality. I mean color. You can make, you can jump between the two and there's not a noticeable difference. Can you match the quality of, of a different camera, of a red? Probably not. You can get close in color so that the audience isn't like, why does this look, why does this look so different? I've seen people match GoPros to Reds and Alexas. They can't match it in quality. They can match it in color though. Yes. As long as you are, you know, you're, you're, you're mindful of the difference. There's nothing you can do to, to make a certain sensor completely match quality with another sensor. It's impossible. Color, yes. So that's the main difference. Um, let's see. You want to make sure, you know, make sure. So that's a good t-shirt idea. That is a good t-shirt idea. Um, you want to make sure I got you. I got you. Hold up. I don't know. It's a simple code. I'll put it back up here. Um, so you want to make sure that you, you know, that's where it's at. Mr. B says, uh, Ty, I booked my first dentist for a company profile video. How can I offer more services without seeming desperate, a little nervous? Um, you got to look at it like this, right? Whenever your doctor refer more things to you, do they ever seem desperate or nervous? They don't, right? Because they've, they're offering you a solution. They've evaluated your issue to the point where they have legitimate solutions, right? They don't seem desperate. You know, if they don't be like, oh, we can get you a, we can get you a knee brace too now. Huh? You want a back brace to go with that? They don't, they don't do that, right? You trust them. Why do you trust your doctor? Think about it. Why do you trust your doctor? You trust your doctor because when you walked in there, your doctor didn't try to sell you nothing. It wasn't, they weren't a drug dealer. They evaluated your situation and they made recommendations. When you offer something, when you offer a service, you're not, don't offer a service, recommend a service. And when you make a recommendation, let it be based on actual things. Hey, you know, you guys have great reviews on Google, five-star reviews. You have two, 300 of them. I would definitely recommend we create video testimonials so that we can show some of those clients and get maybe before and after pictures or express how happy they were with their service in a video format on your website. Because sometimes a lot of clients don't make it to your Google site to see your reviews. 
So it would be great to have at least three on your website so that when clients come to your website, they'll see from other clients how happy they are with going with your brand or service. Those are recommendations based on what I've seen, based on, hey, we're not getting enough clients, we need video. Okay, you need more than just a video explaining what you're doing, where you're at. You know, you need videos explaining why they should do business with you over choosing a different dentist. So always make recommendations. Don't just um, offer. We don't offer, we recommend. Because you are the subject matter expert. You are the doctor. You are the guru. You are, you know, you are the person that is, they, they, they come to, to help them solve a problem. And when you dig deeper in understanding what their problem is, that's why when clients come to me and say, we need a training video. Why? Let's dig deeper and see why you need a training video. Because you may not need a training video. You may need multiple training videos. You may need some ongoing things. You may need a live session. You may need a catalog of training videos. Hey, that sounds great, but you know, because you guys do things that change month to month, let's create the first portion of the video and then we'll have add-on portions that we can plug in at any time. Hey, if your client, if your workforce speaks multiple languages, Let's do more of a voiceover style video so that I can provide it to you in multiple languages. And even in the future, if we need to change it, we can pull a voiceover off and redo the voiceover and we don't have to update the whole video. Those are recommendations that clients make. It makes sense to clients. They're like, yes, let's do that. So make recommendations. Don't just offer services. Don't just say we can get B-roll. So what's that going to do for me? Right. Don't don't think about features. Think about benefits. Right. The feature is a testimonial video, so to speak, as we're adding on to our major video. The benefit is clients who are on the fence about doing business with you will see the excitement and hear a story from a previous client that may be in their same situation. So that previous client, this video can help that previous, that client get over the fence or off the hump on whether or not they should do business with you by seeing how your previous customers talk about you, how glowing, how, how excited they are to do business or that they have chosen you to do business. And I use testimonials to overcome a lot of objections before they get to me, right? Like if you go to flash film media, you'll see one of my testimonials is, is one of my clients saying, Hey, they were not the cheapest, but man, am I glad I shelled out the extra money to go with them. We shopped them like crazy and they just offered us stuff that other companies didn't offer us. You do not want a client or a testimonial to say they were the cheapest. We went with them because the price was there. I don't want that. I'm not going to be a cheap guy. I'm, I'm not, I'm not Kia, I'm Mercedes. You don't go to Mercedes for a deal. You go to Mercedes to get it done right the first time, to get the best that you can possibly afford, and that is what we offer here at Flash Film Media. So when you build your brand that way, you weed out the cheap guys. You don't see anybody, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying people don't try to negotiate in a Mercedes, but you're negotiating at 150,000, and your negotiation tactics is usually, hey, how much could I save if I pay cash? It's not no, uh, you think you can go lower on the price? Cause uh, you know, I don't really think that the leather seats is worth that. You don't run into that in a Mercedes dealership. Their negotiation negotiation tactics is usually, could I get this for 10% cheaper if I pay cash? 
or I can just swipe with my card or, or can I get, if I buy two, can I, those are, that's the negotiating tactics I like to hear. Hey, if we sign up for a monthly subscription, can we, yes, of course. Not no, oh, you know, this is going to blow up, man. Everybody going to see it. And for that reason, you know, you should let us get it for half off. So something you definitely want to think about. Um, Real quick. Good question. So would you do something if you want to, Wait, wants to hire one person to do digital marketing instead of hire out? You can, once you get to the point where budgets are there, a lot of companies bring in in-house marketing. They'll have somebody that is kind of a dual threat, um, maybe doing digital marketing and like editing or something like that or graphics. So you definitely, definitely can do that. Um, you know, it, it can definitely happen. Flashville Media, the Mercedes the Mercedes of media production. Yes, we offer a cinematic solution. That's what we do. We are your member. Remember, you want to be a doctor, not a drug dealer, right? Old school video methods is drug dealer mentality. I'm just going to show up and film. They don't care about how your day going. They don't care about what problem you got. You just want to get high. Here goes some drugs. A doctor is going to evaluate your situation and then offer a solution that helps that situation. And sometimes the solution um, may be different than what you, what you think. And I, an example I was always give is, you know, I went to a doctor for back problems and he gave me insoles and I'm like, what? I came here, you know, I was hoping to, like you was going to shoot me up or something. Like you was going to give me something I'm where I'm good. I can stop hurting. He was like, Nope, your arch is off. Huh? I'm gonna send you to a podiatrist because we're going to fix this long term. Blew my mind. I'm thinking it was something totally different and it was the best advice I ever got. So something to definitely think about. Um, yep. Price over cost. Been learning about price over cost. And once I know the difference, I went bananas. That's why it's important to learn about business. One thing, I, listen, there is, there is a mentality that we understand how business works because we participate in it a lot. Right. There is a mentality that we know how business works. That is the biggest downfall of all my fellow business owners who go into business and they think they know it. Right. They think they know business. Oh, I know, man, you just got to buy low, sell high. I know, I know. And they don't. All A lot of little mom and pop shop um Businesses open up and they and they're fly by night because they don't take the time to understand business. Go read my personal MBA. They don't want to learn it. They think they know it. And and I the, the analogy that I use all the time is you can eat apple pies all of your life and not know how to make a apple pie. You you can't take a bite out of an apple pie and be like the oven was on 425. It was preheated for 30 minutes. And the pie was in the oven for two hours. I can taste it. You can't. It's just, it just doesn't work that way, right? You have to understand how business works to replicate it. You can't just go do what they're doing because you don't know why they're doing it. You you can go into a Walmart right now and and subconsciously walk past items that were put there on for, for a reason. They were put there. They're, literally, next time you go to a Walmart, 
Go look at what is the closest item inside the door and what is the closest item to the door on the outside. And think about why they are there. Because Walmart spent millions. They spent millions of dollars to determine what needs to be the first thing to slap you in your face when you walk in. They've spent tens of millions to determine what needs to be in the register to make you make last minute decisions before you swipe out. They've spent millions to determine what needs to be at the level of your four year old so that they can grab compared to what needs to be at eye level for you. These are little things that you just don't think about. Everything is there for a purpose, a reason. Now you need to build your brand to have that same effect. And you can't do that if you don't understand business, right? There are certain things that I introduce to my clients within certain points of my sales process. I don't talk about teleprompters in my first conversation. For what? They don't understand the problem we're trying to solve. They don't understand how a teleprompter can help them yet. I usually mention teleprompter around the time we're reviewing a script. And I'll say something along the lines of, hey, are you comfortable with memorizing these two paragraphs? Oh, no, nah, uh, uh, I figure I can just look off. Nah, you don't want to do that. We offer a teleprompter that can display this script right in front of the camera so that you can read it and look into the camera and things are natural. Your video will look natural. I never thought about that. Yeah, let's add that. Congratulations. I've made an extra $250 simply by offering the right product in the checkout lane instead of when you walk in the door. Those are little things that you will learn to do when you grow your business. Those are little things that I try to, you know, teach you about understanding the sales process to know what to do when that will help you grow your business. If you mention adding that on your first conversation, your client is like, what you trying to, you trying to just up the price. So, so those are things that you have to learn and be good at as you grow your business, just like movie theaters, popcorn machines, yep, candy, certain things if it's seasonal. You're correct. You guys are absolutely correct. Go just look at that. Just every store you go in, every time you go to spend money, it's a reason you go into Walmart for one things, one thing, and you leave out with multiple things. It works like that. It's a reason. That's not because you. Everybody think is like, oh, silly me. I got a habit where I just, I just buy stuff. No, they got a habit of placing everything they think you might need in front of you and make you go through the whole store to get stuff just to go out. Just to leave. That's why you got to walk past the clothes to get to the electronics. And almost every Walmart, every Walmart is designed to make you go past things you may not need to get the things you definitely need. And then you got to come back and you're like, uh, okay, I'll grab one. Uh, grocery stores are that way as well. And there's an art to it, right? Your business needs to work that way. Your business definitely needs to work that way for your client. This is the main thing we're selling. And once you know you need that, to when we to walk you out of this conversation, I'm going to walk you past different items that I can upsell you on or different solutions that we can provide. That's how 
iPhones sell you the phone and then they sell you cases. They sell you earpods. They sell you uh, bricks for your charger now. They sell you battery extenders. They sell you everything. Not only do Apple make a ton of money off their phones, but their aftermarket, um, you know, their accessory aftermarket, uh, you know, segment of their business is huge. They're selling you apps. They're selling you music. They're selling you everything. There's a reason for that. Your brand needs to do that as well with what you offer. Good looking out on the super chat. Darrell says, uh, I'm concerned about getting results for clients when managing Facebook and IG. How do I, uh, how, how involved should we be with managing their social media? What are the client asking for us? Now, social media management is a whole different fee that I charge. And the goal for me when I charge for that is the main focus is making sure we're, we're, we're adding content that is properly thumbnailed, properly keyword, proper titles that are have the proper settings. Anything beyond that um, is usually difficult to manage. Now, you can also, you know, I, I'm going to tell you why I like managing social media uh, for clients. Um, because one, the biggest thing about social media is being consistent. They're going to consistently have to create content. So we can't, doing it just once or twice, you're not going to see results. I would get with a company like like Scary Good Marketing um, to white label it or handle it on the back end, understanding what those fees are and then passing those fees on to your client with profit um, so that you can have them manage that for you. You'll get great results. You'll have a team that's dedicated to it. You can focus on other companies. Remember, we're working on our company and not in our company. You can focus on other things while still looking like the good guy. So those are things that I would do. Um, and, and you know, those are things that I would definitely do if I was looking to grow a company's social media. So the difference between growing it and just managing it. So that's something you definitely want to think about uh, as you move forward. Just went through this on, on the last project. Um Film some good laughter behind the scenes of the client messing up on lines. Teleprompter, definitely on a bucket list for my next gear to offer. Definitely. My first teleprompter, I charged the client for it, and then I went and ordered it and got here in time for the shoot. So now you know, and no one's half the battle. There you go. Ty, you said in your story um, that subscription customers keep you working during COVID. If you can't film, uh, what can you offer the client without seeing them? They're getting less for what they're paying for. Okay, so my subscription-based customers, I buy hard drives dedicated to all the footage that we create for them, that we film for them, and we can rehash that footage to make new content all the time. We can create 60-second promos and do all kind of things. My subscription clients, though, I still go out and I film for them. Like right now, I'm not really interested in bringing on new clients. I don't have the time. Um, and I, I just, I don't want to, I'm just not, I don't want to right now. I, I have that benefit and I have that ability to pick and choose who I work with. I got good subscription based clients that pay well. Um, and I want to make sure I'm taking care of them, um, right now. And unless I get something that's crazy huge, I think I had, uh, Samsung reached out, um, to do some stuff locally, something like that. I, I'd be more than willing to work with, but I have the luxury of not having to take every client that comes 
and fill out my form. I'm very selective right now because I don't want to, you know, I got kids, I got, I got older people in my family. I don't want to expose myself to the virus. Um, and I don't want to bring it back and expose my family to it. So because of that, I am selective on who I decide to work with, you know, certain environments. I don't want to be in a hotel room or a hotel, uh, room where it's an event and we're covering, you know, people speaking, not interested. I will do something outdoors, but I'm not interested in being in an enclosed environment with a bunch of people flying in from all over the country, coughing and sneezing and speaking. It's not going to work for me, fam. Um, But if you are in a situation where you, you know, listen, I wasn't always in this situation. I'm not going to BS you. I wasn't always in a situation where I can tell somebody no. Um, If you're not in that situation, um, you know, you, you know, you may have to take that job and it's all good. If I have a yearly subscription with a client, um, wait, real quick, I want to jump in this first one. If I had a yearly subscription, do you give 20% discount? Uh, frozen, it depends on the client, right? Sometimes I've done 10. If the, it, it just depends on how long the subscription is. If it's a three-month subscription, I'm probably giving you less. If you are doing a 12-month subscription, I'll probably give you more. I'll probably throw in a free teleprompter. I'll probably offer a free... Instagram version of the video being created. I may not offer a discount. You know what I mean? I may do the first video free. It's up to me. Um, whatever I feel uh, best benefits that client um, and something that will help them uh, ongoing. So something to definitely think about. First uh, beta client um, is an auto detailing shop. Any suggestions? Nope. Uh, it depends what your niche is. Uh is is that specific to your niche? Um, if not, it will be absolutely useless. If if you plan on working with auto detailers and that is who you want to work with, service-based industries that maybe come out to the client, perfect. If not, they may just be a waste of time. So, um, yeah. DJ I Pocket. Does a DJI Pocket produce good enough quality for B-roll for a client? If you watch my story, I don't know if it's still up, but you'll see on a shoot, I pulled out a DJI Pocket just to grab B-roll. Heck yeah, I love the DJI Pocket. I love it. I love it. I love it. It wouldn't be the camera that I bust out and say, hey, client, we're shooting B-roll with this. I usually, like, I'm going to tell you, when I bust out my pocket, it'll be like, you know what, Let me let me just grab a quick shot with this. And I'm grabbing some B-roll and just to have. So, yes. Yes and no. It just depends how you present it. I don't present it as, this is my B camera. Nope. I'm, we're done filming. We're filming. You know what? Let me, let, me, let me just grab a shot of this real quick with this camera. The clients are like, what is that? It's just our little CYA camera we use to make sure things are great. It's, it's, it's a really, really good camera. Um, it's a really good camera. So, uh... Real quick, how do you price or mark up music licensing to a client? Uh, it depends, right? So I charge $50 for a um, royalty-free music, but again, I'm paying, I'm, I'm paying a yearly subscription to like an art list, so it's pure profit. After you, you know, after you get four or five, it's pure profit. 
Um, you said detailing sound fun, but I don't know nothing about cars. Then that may not be a good, it may not be a good niche. Don't do beta clients just because they're willing to work with you. Anybody will take free content. It has to help you grow. In a, in, a, in a master course, I got a whole section where I talk about things you should ask them, how you should use that information to grow, and how you should be pick, you should be creating a product from it. I, I would definitely say check that out if you get time. Um, what if everybody had test results? See, see, it'll be different with you flying Ryan because the majority of your clients are probably outdoor you. So I'm fine with that. If I was outdoor for everything, yes, I'm not sitting in a house filming B-roll of testimonials right now and I got everybody coughing and I'm just, I'm not doing it. We can film it outside. I just, I'm not doing it. Um, it's just, you know, if, if financially I was in a different place, if I was where my business was five years ago, I'd do it. I'd have to. It is what it is. Right now, um, because of um, my relationship I have with my subscription-based clients, because of my savings account, because of other other uh, methods of, of income, I can I have the ability to say no. So, you know, there was times I was doing $200 headshots. I go to your house, set up, do your headshots, be out. And they paid the bills, um, you know, depending on where you are in that stage would, would determine that answer. I'm, I would never tell you no, um, because I'm not above doing it. I don't mind getting my, my elbows dirty and my hands dirty to go do what I got to do. If you see in my uh, demo reel on Flash Film Media, it's, you see me at the, I was at the garbage dump on one of the shoots filming, uh, you know, doing what I got to do. I got kids, man. They got to eat. So. You know, there are times where you got to do what you got to do. So, um, yeah, if you watch the story, you see how, how I bust out the uh, the Osmo. So, you know. Um, you know, something to definitely think about. So, you know, you, if it's not your niche, don't do it. Right? There is no benefit to you for doing that. Stay away from it. If you want to go film something, just listen. If you're trying to get within a niche, go to just go up and be like, yo, can I film in here? Can I film this? This is what I'm trying to do. I even got it in the course. I even got a whole pitch that's like, say this exactly word for word. Walk in there and say this. I even give you the questions and everything. Like now that I got your attention, now that we got a meeting set up, ask these questions. Cool. Take this information back and build this. You know, when you're done with the beta client, send them this questionnaire and ask them these questions. Take that information, build your business from it. That is located in, you gotta excuse me, my allergies are killing me, but that is located in this course. And it talks about all of that. I'll give you the whole game on that. Um, So I like the Osmo. I'll think about buying the second one, but I got too much. I got an Osmo Pocket 1. I got a GoPro Hero 9. I got... Two other GoPros. I got the latest iPhone. I got enough cameras right now. I, it's just a nice to have. I got, there's some ideas I have with different channels on YouTube that I may use, something like that. Um, So, good question. Uh, and I'll answer this and I'll get ready to wrap real quick. Um, Let me put this back on before I start getting, you know, real quick. There's another one. Where am I looking for? I'm looking for my graphic. Because if you guys want to be a part of these lives, big shout out to Parker who does graphics. I'm going to get this question off the screen so y'all can see it 
in a minute. Um, what do you think about the A10 Mini for live switching for mobile weddings? And if you have been a viewer of this channel, you already know where I'm about to go with this one. Okay, let me put this on the screen because if you don't want to miss a live, there you go. Right now, and I and I, as soon as I get done with the with the with the with the other two modules of the master course, I got so much content coming. I got so much gold member content coming. I got so much regular content coming. It's not even funny. In fact, the reason I started doing lives is because they're easier and I can still, I don't have to do a lot of pre-production or post-production and it free up my time to finish with the master courses. Just want to be real with you. But trust me, once they are completed, I'm going to have a whole lot more video content. And one of the videos that I got coming talks about my favorite device in all of switching and video production and that is the sling studio the sling is the thing atem switches are cool not knocking them but they're not touching a sling studio period my sling is where is it at it ain't even i don't even think i got it close i thought i had it close i keep it on my desk sometimes just to look at it because she is such a work of art she is such a beautiful beast of a machine that is so slept on in the industry. It's not even funny. So I love the Sling Studio. I don't I don't know them guys. If they ever want to reach out to me and have me like these. You ever see uh you ever see uh Jerry Rice with the football helmet with the chicken in it? And you like, bruh, what are you doing? Google that. Google Jerry Rice Popeyes with the chicken in the helmet. He set black people back years with that. But he was happy about it. You'll see me that happy with the Sling Studio. Um, but the Sling is just, it's, it's, it's a beast. I got a video coming. As soon as I finish with the modules, I will be punching y'all in the throat with more content like that. So, Sling Studio is just a beast. ATEM Black Magic just got the name, right? They got the name to push it. Sling Studio don't. It's just from the makers of the regular Sling that they work with DirecTV and all of that. It's just an absolute beast of a device. It's a beast of a device. So um, with that being said, I'm going to wrap up. Any other, any last questions for the day? If you're not, listen, if you don't, if you, if you like listening to these and you don't get around to listening to them, make sure you listen on a podcast. It's called Content Cash. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening on a iPhone or wherever you are listening, please rate the podcast. I would love it if you can give us five stars so we can hit the charts um, I think we had, we're up to like 20,000 listens, which is crazy. And we are like top entrepreneur charts in like Bangladesh or somewhere that's like, huh? Like, like, like they love me over there. Like it's dope. Like, like I am leading, I am like number four in entrepreneur, um, podcast in like Dubai somewhere. It's, it's somewhere in the middle East. So if you are listening and you are in the Middle East. I love you and I thank you for your support. If you're everywhere, I love you and I thank you for your support. But there are countries that I am just like, huh? Like, I, okay. Like, I think I charted in like Rome, which I'm, I'm like, I love it. Perfect. Bring it. Like, you know, so it's great if you are international and you're not in the U.S. I got so much love for y'all, man, because y'all are just on the other side of the planet still showing me love. And it may be. You know, sometimes things can get lost in the in the in the language or sometimes things can get lost in the translation or a little different. Or I've spoke to people and they were like, hey, English is my first language, but I still rock with you. Please know 
that I really love and appreciate your support. Um, and it's just amazing to know that um, I've reached people in just different parts of the planet. So that's really, really big. Um, how important is branding? It is the most important part about your brand as far as reaching clients. It's extremely important. Extremely important. And not to kick it back to the master course, but I talk about that in the master course. Big time. I got a whole section to it. Um, how to deal with another creator devaluing your brand. Roll up on them and give them these hands, bro. Catch them at the doggone B&H. Catch them at your local camera shop and then give them that work. No, I'm joking. Uh, don't do that. Don't, don't. Bruh. Don't do that. Um, by offering more value. Um, you, the thing is you want to offer more value. Mercedes explains why their cars are better than BMW all the time. They don't directly knock them. They don't say BMW's trash. They'll do things like you'll get more two inches more headroom and 25 more horsepower when you choose the Mercedes E-Class over the BMW, blah, blah, blah. That's how companies do that. You don't say they're trash. They'll never say BMW is not a good vehicle. They'll just say they'll 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 talk about the areas in which they exceed their competition. And if you notice it, like when you look at car companies, it's always like really selective stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's always like like, you know, we have a five star crash rating on head to head collisions. But your side impact Mercedes is better. We're not talking about that. We're talking about direct head-on collisions. We're five stars. You know what I'm saying? So they're really selective on areas they choose to to bring your focus or have you focus when it comes to comparing um, to the competition. So you can do the same. Um, you know, you can definitely do the same with your brand without dogging somebody out. Love your content from Ghana. Beautiful place. I, you know what I really love hearing about? You know what I really, really love hearing about? And, and what I hear directly from um, from people who are outside of America? In America, they teach us what they want us to know about other company, other countries, right? Other places, especially if you're in Middle East or Africa. Like we're taught this is what it is. You don't want to go there. You have the best place on earth. This is the truth is. I speak to people from great countries and I love to learn what like they're like a direct line of communication about where they are and where they live so that I can develop knowledge and a respect for their culture, their location from them. And it's such a beautiful thing when you get to talk to people who are in places that you may have heard something about and to and to see their demo reels and see what they're doing and hear directly from them. It's amazing how great people are in all of these places that you have been told things and you speak to them and you're like, bro, we are we are on a different side of the, of the world, but we are so much alike. It's not even funny. I had a, um, a, I had a consultant call um, with with a gentleman in Nigeria last week. And you would have think you would have thought that I was talking to my cousin like it was just it was ridiculous. Like it's it's such a good thing. Such a good thing to speak to people who just are from beautiful places. And I just, I love it. It makes me want to travel more. Makes me want to travel more. Um, good looking out on the Super Chat. Um, legal Defense Fund for serving hands to other cinematographers. 
<laughs> Good looking out. <laughs> then you may need that. I wonder if your I wonder if your uh, event insurance will cover that. My boy's a DP uh, in music videos. I'm building a full production suite for people. He keeps saying publicly, uh, "It's not going to be it." I mean, you, you want to make sure you're very specific. Be as specific as possible. I don't serve everybody. I serve a specific niche of people. You know. Um, so be specific. You don't seem like my auto detailing idea. My thought was to get some testimonials, a kind of content to add to my reel. It won't help you. Right? Let me be honest with you. Um, and this is going to be a bit of a, a little bit of a throat punch. Hold up. I got another message. I got it. It's just real simple. It's a real simple promo code. Black by popular man. Let me put that back up there. All right. So listen. So if you go, imagine if, imagine if you went to get your car repaired, right? And, and you go to that website for the car repair shop and they got testimonials from people who bought cat food from them. Would you care? You wouldn't. You get a testimonial like, I bought cat food from these guys and my cat loved the food. And you're like, I'm here to get a muffler installed or I'm here to get my brakes done. Like, I don't care. The fact that you have to sit through three of those, a client would be like, I'm out of here. They don't work with what I work with. So they don't help you. That there's nothing. If that is not your niche, there's nothing about it that helps you. Right? Period. It's like, if you hate chocolate ice cream and I deliver a pound of chocolate ice cream, you're like, what, this, what, what you want me to do with this? If I give you ink to a car, to a, to a printer that you don't own, you're going to look at me like I'm crazy. What you, what you want me to do with this box? It's useless. It is absolutely worthless. And that client just got free content. You've just wasted the, the, this, the life of your camera and your shutter count and your memory usage for nothing just to confuse a client that's on your website that's about to check out because they like, what is, what does this got to do with me? How does this help me? These people don't know what they want to do. You ever went somewhere, you ever, you ever went to or looked at a client or looked at a website for a company and you're like, damn, they all over the place. They don't know what they want to do. I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why suit warehouses is more, the suits are more there than they are at Sears or Kohl's. Right? You're going to pay $1,500, $400 for a suit at the suit warehouse. You can go to Sears and get a suit for $50, and they're begging you to take it. They're throwing in free tailoring, and you're like, you can't go ask somebody at Kohl's, does this tie go with this? How about these socks? They're like, I guess it's blue, right? Yeah. You go to men's warehouse, you can get a really decent suit. And you can get somebody who has expertise and that's, that's, you really don't want to wear that type of sport coat in the fall. You want to wear that in the summer. Let me bring you over to our fall selection. That's what I need. I'm willing to pay more for that than just a guy at Sears. Like, I think we got your size. So you definitely want to do that. Ty, would you use a chat setting on your site? I use both. I use both chats for questions Content contact form is for projects. So definitely. Got to get them throat punches. All right. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap for today. Listen, if you've learned anything from this video, 
from drones or how to run your business or things you need to know, I would really appreciate it if you hit that thumbs up button. In fact, I'm going to push you to go further this week. If you're in a Reddit group, if you're in a Facebook group, if you're in a Facebook page, I am going to ask that you share this video with your people's name. Your people's name. That's me break that down because some people don't understand what I mean when I say people's name. With those you associate with, with those you network with, with those you spend quality time having uh, great debates and sharing information with who are in this industry, I would ask that you like, share with those people. And if you're not subscribed, I would ask that you subscribe because we do this every week, twice a week. If you're a gold member, you get this twice a week. So definitely do that. Um, I hope you guys were able to take something away from it. Remember, it's not about just what you learn. It's about putting it into action. 2021, we're putting it into action, y'all. We ain't just talking about it. We're putting it into action. You got to implement these things. You can't just listen to me thinking that your your bank account is going to grow. I'm I'm giving you, I'm giving you the game for two easy payments of free ninety nine. All you got to do is implement it, sprinkle it on top of what you're doing, and I promise you, just like everybody else is posting on here, man, I did what you said, and I blah, I closed. You gonna be just like that. So, make sure you go ahead and implement it. Watch it again if you need to watch it. Implement it. Put it to work. It will work for you. If you're everywhere, I guarantee you when you when you say, okay, I'm focusing on this, that phone's going to ring. And think about your life. Like I said, I, I doubled down on niche because it's something that people overlook. They want to name their brand, pick their colors. They don't even know what they want to do. You may pick a color that the that, that your target audience don't like. And now you're wondering why, my, why people aren't staying on my website. Well, because you pick brown and purple. And you're going after dentists and they want white and clean and pastel colors. And you got a a dirty color. I never thought about that. The name of your brand is is Mouth Smash Productions. Dentists don't want to work with somebody that's talking about smashing mouths. I never thought about that. So you're not appealing when they got to choose. Even if your stuff is Robert John Video Production, right? If they got to choose between Robert John Video Production and smile media. Do I got to even explain why smile media works before they even, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like if they're looking at a search, if if they go on Google and smile media, we specialize in working with dentists to create content is number four. And Robert John's video production, we create video production for everybody is number one. Do I even got to explain why they're going to skip all the way down and go to smile media? You get it. Right. It makes sense to you. So understanding your niche before you brand your company is important. It's it's it is the difference between your phone blowing up right now and you're not you're struggling to get clients. Period. Those are the Robert's that mouth smash productions. Good looking out. You know what I'm saying? So it's not too late. Some people are like, dang, I named my company. It's not too late. It's never too late, right? Get a DBA, keep your main LLC, get a DBA, boom. New, fresh, and boom, bang, pow. Good looking out on the super chat. You know what I'm saying? It's never too late to make the change. It's too late for those who don't think they are the problem. 
who think that clients are cheap is saturated. Ain't nobody calling. Ain't nobody spending money on video. But you sit on TV and everything that come across all three million channels on cable all day, every day is content that is paid content. Somebody was paid to create it. All three million channels. And you look at YouTube and you look at all these companies. Somebody is paying to create that content. Why aren't you making that money? That's what I want you to ask yourself. It's not them, it's you. So you got to you gotta fix that, right? You got to fix that. And you fix it by, by, by gaining knowledge, not gear. You don't, you don't fix it by watching unboxing videos of the new 8K, whatever. You're not going to spend this 8,000. They're going to they gonna be calling me as soon as I get this camera. Don't nobody care. However, they care about your brand. Fix that. Fix this. Go get a lender.com, which is now LinkedIn Learning. Go get an account there. Go wherever you got to go. If you got to go to Udemy to get it, go to Udemy. We offer stuff. That's cool. I'm not saying buy my stuff. I'm saying fix this wherever you got to fix it. Don't let YouTube, free YouTube. You're not, listen, real quick. When you learn stuff off YouTube from people who aren't instructors, you're picking up other people's habits. You know how many times I learned stuff on Photoshop from some 13-year-old kid teaching me how to delete a background, and then I go take an Adobe course, and it's a freaking keyboard shortcut, and this kid make this layer and put it on top of that layer, and we're going to drag this and use this tool, and we're going to take this out, then we're going to layer. I'm sitting there like, yeah. So for years, I'm putting a layer, dragging it on top of a triple layer, and I go take an Adobe course that's like $99, and Adobe like... Use keyboard shortcut, control, alt, T. Do I'm like, what? That's what happens when you pay and invest in this. Completely different. And people are just YouTube. They're just YouTube Academy. I'm not saying you can't learn stuff off YouTube. I'm just saying be selective. Invest in this. All right. With that being said, I'm out. Y'all be safe. Wear your mask if that's your thing. If not, that's on you. I look forward to seeing you guys in the next video. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, like, share, subscribe, people. It's YouTube. I got to say it. If you've learned anything, help your boy out. I'm not asking you for nothing but a button click. And that's it. All right, guys. I will see you all in the next video. Be safe. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.